0: Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm RJ, and you're listening to the Dysfunctional Podcast. We're
1: just a couple of gays that can't get enough of the D. Uh, Disney, that is. Oh, what was that? That's was my Mickey. Oh? That, that's your Mickey. That's all he says. Oh, that's terrible. That's that's really sad.
0: Okay, well, let's just start this. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, Pizza Hut has this four cheese pizza. It's amazing. <laughs> it's even better re- reheated. Oh, did you have that for lunch today? Yeah, tonight?
0: it was so good. Good for you.
1: This is a Pizza Hut podcast. <laughs> where we rate, re- rate and review the Ew. different drizzles.
0: Ew! Honey Boom Boom clearly is the winner. <laughs> no,
1: Ginger Boom Boom. Oh, it's Ginger Boom Boom? It's ginger Boom remember, Boom.
0: I don't even remember anymore. Remember when we lived in our old apartment and we literally had Pizza Hut, like, once a week?
1: Wait, you eat Pizza Hut once a week?
0: Yes! It's your fault! Okay. Okay, Adam, what are we talking about today?
1: We're talking about... What are we talking about? We're talking about... We're talking about the icons of the park. Yeah,
0: we wanted to... Which Universal doesn't have any. I just realized that.
1: They don't have, like, a thing inside. They have the, like, ball outside, and then they have the gates you walk through. It's like,
0: yeah, it's the gates. That's their... Icon, I would say, yeah, because you have the Universal Globe. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing. That's the thing everyone. The lighthouse. For adventure, I say adventure.
1: Oh yeah, but it's outside. But it's yeah, it's like in the front.
0: Now, I would you what say is this a is park, a, yeah, I would you say want. this is a very? This is a Disney theme park concept that they've kind of like refined, and now they're like the experts of it.
1: Walt came up with like weenies, which is like a visual thing that pulls you toward something. Yeah. So weenies can be anything from the castles to to like the Eiffel Tower and the Paris Pavilion or or the France Pavilion, pardon me, or like... The Astro... Everest. Everest yeah. is a weenie. It's not the icon of the park, but it's a weenie. Or like, like Tower like, you know, of Terror. You know, it's drawing your Well, attention. that's a different discussion, but... A weenie is technically supposed to be anything that has movement.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, because like in Disneyland, it's the carousel. It's the carousel you, see you, the you can carousel see through, through the, the castle.
1: castle. And it's pulling you into it. Fancy yeah. land. Then on in Tomorrowland you have um Astro Orbiter and then in Adventureland, if you're standing in the central hub and you look up into the tree, you can see people walking in the Swiss family Robinson tree house. But I think generally imagineers take it to mean of something striking. Something drawing your attention that draws you toward it.
0: Well it's also like with the icon it's all and weenies, it's also like a wayfinding tool. Yeah. When you're in the parks. Yeah when you have to, like, find where you're supposed to go next because you have a fast pass that's mm-hmm. about to go away in the like The Matterhorn. Yeah.
1: I can see that anywhere in exactly. Disneyland.
0: Exactly. Like, whatever building you come out of, if you just look up and see the icon, then you get know a sense your to relation Yeah, park, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's that... I... Well, if you have an
1: ounce of brain cells. Yeah. But some... Some people won't some look. Some people don't think when they walk around
0: would you okay let's go through all the different icons and how they kind of relate to the story that the park is trying to tell because
1: well i guess we can specifically talk about the castles so they're the most famous of the disney theme park icons
0: yeah when i was little i always thought that they were all the same castle and it wasn't until like i knew you basically that i realized that every castle is different
1: i like that the new walt disney pictures logo, theme, that it's like an amalgamation of the, of Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. Because it's like wide at the base like Sleeping Beauty Mm -hmm. but it's like has has the height of Cinderella. It's really pretty. So yeah, so I guess we can have a little bit of a conversation about the castle specifically. So, First, you have Disneyland and then Hong Kong Disneyland, which is the same castle. Sleeping then you have, yes, yeah, Sleeping Beauty Castle.
0: And Cinderella. Then Cinderella, here. which
1: is here and in Tokyo.
0: I just, like, always thought when I was little that Cinderella was the one in California and we had the Sleeping Beauty one. Because mm-hmm. I always just, like, assumed that Cinderella was, like, in the hierarchy of princesses. It was, like, Snow White at the top, Cinderella, and then Sleeping Beauty.
1: I thought when I was little that each park had a different castle for each princess so
0: you were like oh so somewhere there's a aerial pr- castle yeah. or well th- I mean, and now, we there now there is now there is
1: and then you have paris's which is le chateau de la Bo- Belle Bois au Dormant or sleeping which beauty is, castle
0: but it's not like sleeping beauty's castle. right
1: it's not sleeping beauty's castle it's distinctly paris's okay i think it's the prettiest First of all, that stupid, like, winding staircase yeah. that's on the outside. Yeah. I can't get over that. Anytime I look at it, that's my focus. It's so beautiful. Every inch of that castle is perfection.
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: end. My other favorite thing about that castle is that all the other Disney castles are, like, plopped right in the middle, and they and have everything. Well, and they have the moat around it. Yes. That one has a huge, like, grassy knoll yeah. that leads up to it, and then the trees are designed to look like the trees from Sleeping Beauty, Mm the film. So they're, like, square-shaped. Yeah. (sighs) The design of that castle and just how it, like, it looks like it has been placed there and has been there since the dawn of time is the most stunning thing I've ever seen. Yeah. That's all I want to say about that. Finally, you have the one that's currently being constructed, which is Storybook Castle at Shanghai.
0: Which which is, like... all of it combined.
1: The tallest castle. It's like 198 feet. Like it's gonna have a shop. It's gonna have a restaurant. It's, like levels, it's gonna have. Right? There's gonna be like a. It's a mall. <laughs> it's literally like 12 things. Yeah. There's like a Starbucks. It's the most functioning castle. There's like a yeah. walkthrough attraction. There's a, yeah. a, a a canal boat ride inside. Like this is a this is a thing. Yeah. Like this isn't like oh it's a nice thing to look at. Whereas, like, Cinderella Castle, the one we have, we have a restaurant and then Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique, which is kind of small. And then Disneyland has the walkthrough. Of all the castles that are already built, Paris's is my favorite. Just because it has, like, the most seamless blend into the landscape Mm -hmm. of all of them.
0: Yeah. I think, though, icon-wise, I like all the non-castles better because they... Take the idea of, like, what what the intent of the castle is, but there's I, I feel like there's that creativity of, like, they have to create something else that serves the purpose of the castle, but it's clearly not a castle, because not every park can have a castle.
1: While well, I was reading, when they originally did the Disneyland idea, the castle faced inside to Fantasyland. Like, it yeah. technically should. Like, technically, yeah. it's Fantasyland's castle, yeah, yeah, so it should yeah. be facing inside. But, and Walt was like, eh. And then <laughs> the, the designer was like, here, and then just flipped it around. And Walt was like, sold, done, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's go. It's funny. Which is really funny. Because then, if, yeah, if you think about it, you're in Fantasyland, but you see, like, the back of the castle. Yeah. Which is weird.
0: So I think when they were creating Disney World, they already, you know, had the model in mind of, like, okay, we know how it works in Disneyland, so we can just copy, like, that idea of, like... The central icon is in the middle and then everything spokes out of it. The hub and spoke system. Mm -hmm. The one that stands out to me is like an Animal Kingdom where they kind of... Which is a
1: mega hub and spoke system. Like that is on such a grand scale.
0: Yeah, it like twists that system in a way that like they use it to to tell the story. So like because the, the theme is adventure... The spokes are so much more windy and twisty and, like, different levels and, like, different things where you have to, like, work in order to get to mm-hmm. the icon, which is the Tree
1: of Life, which is... I could, every- I could look at the Tree of Life for, like, literal hours. Yeah. I just sit there and.
0: That's why I'm so excited when they do the nighttime safari and have more nighttime stuff. Like they're Mm -hmm. gonna, those lights on the tree.
1: Oh my god! They're gonna be
0: beautiful. The
1: bioluminescent lights that they're gonna light up with. They changed all the leaves on that damn tree, and they're gonna light up through rivers of light.
0: Oh yeah. Well, then I don't like that anymore. (laughs) A tree. Tree of life is terrible.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I love the tree of life.
0: That's it's that idea of like looking at it and you can just see the story.
1: Yeah. Like you can just
0: see it. It's it's right there. It's yeah. literally in front of you.
1: What is the icon of a the- of a park about like nature and animals? A tree. A tree.
0: You went on a huge like you went on a huge rave about Epcot.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I was getting to. So, even though like the construction of a castle is not simple, the idea of a castle being the central Icon of a Disney park is it's simple. Is simple, the idea of the tree being the icon of a park about nature is simple.
0: Because it's like that's like the main tree that's connecting everything.
1: So let's talk about Epcot. the one that's not simple, Epcot. So it's a Ep- ball.
0: Epcot is like on a tripod. Excuse me. It's,
1: it's a, a ball on a tripod. It is not a ball. It's a bee. G- it's a G- 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 the geodesic sphere, um, and I. Other than that, I don't even know what to say about it. Like it's, it's got bumps on it. It's got, um, <laughs> it's got texture. It's got a really interesting, actually, it has a really interesting um, gutter system, so that the rain, when it rains, it doesn't fall into yeah. the guests. It, it like, like goes ju- ju- inside, ju-
0: ju- like plinko, like
1: yeah, it plinko, it goes down. It's. It's located in the center of Future World, and so I just I I like I I mean all of the buildings in Future World are so like interesting visually to look at.
0: Yeah, they all f- fit towards what probably except the C's. Yeah, but blue I mean, box. but all it all others- fits the like same idea that you get when you look at the
1: ball. None of them are dated. That's what I like about all the buildings. Is like. Even um, Ellen's Energy Adventure, like even though there's it's a cool a building, solar panels that probably don't work anymore. I'm yeah. assuming it's still like really cool to look at. Yeah, and like it doesn't feel like oh this is like kind of like how Tomorrowland looks very yeah. Like, uh, it's like a, it's a like vintage, 90s. Yeah, it's a
0: vintage view. Of-
1: it's not even just like the future. It's just like this like perfect idea of the f- of what the future could be in it's this idolized, different reality. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even, like, a Uto I don't even know how to explain it. But it's really it's a cool. Fi-
0: it's, like... It's a f- fictionalized yeah. view of
1: a different world. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just am in love with a geodesic sphere. I hate Ugh. mission space. But that building is beautiful. The plaza, the planetary plaza yeah. is stunning. It's gorgeous. I don't know what Horizons used to look like. I don't know what their, like, building looked like before. It, um, <laughs> Wonders of Life with the, like,
0: dome yeah. that's, like...
1: The, uh, you you feel fest- like you're in a bubble? You mean the festival center? The festival center. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely correct. The only f- thing that that park serves. Let me look up what Horizons looked like, because now I want to your it phone? Up. Here,
0: here's my phone.
1: Don't, don't touch the computer. Don't touch the computer, go! It does look very future It looks huge. It was huge. It was both Mission Space and Test Track. Jesus! It was a huge dark ride. It was like a 12-minute dark ride.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the two parks that are having a little bit of an icon crisis.
1: Well, let's talk about Tokyo Disney Sea first.
0: It's a volcano.
1: It's a volcano, not a mountain. It's the la. It's from it's lar- lava.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's the back. It's his back. Yeah. Is that the journey to the center of the earth? Is that what it is, or no? It's just.
1: No, it's but that rides in. Oh yeah, in it, right. Um, but that one's really cool. The rock work on that is talk about time well spent. What is um Studios for France? What's their icon?
0: It looks like Universal. Because it's yeah. it's like all the areas are based on the attraction, and it's like super like big and shiny. they really don't have a central do, let me do, can
1: I see this please Oh, is theres maybe maybe that's why that park sucks. They have like the outside gate like universal, that's but like they don't the have... big arch. but that kind of leads us into the three parks that remain that are very similar. Let's ours. start with the one start with ours. that ha- clearly has a Nikon. Marketing just- doesn't want to recognize yeah. it.
0: So, Hollywood Studios clearly is built with the, f- the, Chinese, set, uh, the Chinese theater mm-hmm. right there.
1: Yes. There's a hub.
0: The the, the the idea is that you still have to go through right. the hub. Well, and what's interesting in about to to that up. is
1: that from park entrance to the theater is the same distance as... Park entrance to the castle for Disneyland, and the width of the street is the same. So Mm -hmm. it's meant to be more intimate, a more intimate park, than the grandiosity of, like, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. There's a little bit of a debate as to what the icon should be for Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios' icon used to be... The big ol' stupid hat. The sorcerer's hat. Mickey's Sorcerer's hat. I
0: don't know.
1: Erected in 2001 for the 100 Years of Magic celebration as a temporary installment to celebrate Walt's 100th birthday. And then it was left there for 14 years.
0: It just didn't fit. Because it
1: was big and
0: cartoony in a realistic, like, themed park. Yeah. It's supposed to look like... And of all the places in in
1: the park to, like, plop that down in, it was not... It's not Hollywood Boulevard and it's not Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Because those are... Clearly, time and location specific.
0: Yeah, well, now that they've gotten rid of the sorcerer's hat, so
1: now it's back to the Chinese. theater. It's back theater. to the Chinese
0: theater, technically, and they like repainted it and it cleaned it up, so it looks
1: nice. And they added the spires on top. It mm-hmm. looks great. The thing about the Chinese theater is that if you don't know anything about movies, you'll be like, "What is the, you, it?" Is it means it nothing. To be? Yeah, exactly. It means absolutely nothing to you. Yeah. If you do know something about movies, great. If you don't, sucks for you. Yeah. So. They can do the Earful Tower because it still has a hint of Mickey so that you know it's a Disney park. Mm-hmm. And so your average guest can be like, oh, that's this park because this, that, and the other.
0: Is a is water tower a California thing? I don't no.
1: So technically the water tower, it was the water... T- at, when the park first opened the icon was the two of them together. Because the park symbolized the front half was supposed to be the show. The show of movie magic, the back half, which is the Chinese, what the Chinese theater represents. The back half is the making of movie magic, which is what the Earful Tower represents, mm-hmm. which is like water towers are on backlots all over Hollywood, blah, blah blah blah. That was the duality of those two. Then marketing is using the Tower of Terror on the because it's four popular. rides. And- yeah, it's like up. It's popular. It's all you can see it from everywhere in the park. So it serves that function.
0: I like where it is now because it draws you down Sunset Boulevard mm-hmm. and makes you like explore Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It serves the purpose of a weenie,
1: right? It is the I think of all of all of the weenies. The, it is the best. of the weenies, because, because you literally you hear have the to... screams from down the street and yeah. get pulled to it. And if you didn't get pulled to that attraction no one would go to Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah. They wouldn't know it was in that park. Yeah. Because or, it is so hidden!
0: Or Beauty and the Beast. Or, or Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Yeah. I genuinely, like, did not know what the icon was. was California Adventure. Let's because us a conversation I mean, about California Adventure, because which it, also I mean, has similar problems. Because it went through a uh, facelift, multiple facelifts in phases. Mm-hmm.
1: So it originally... The park opened in... Okay, so it was kind of designed as an anti-theme park theme park. Because it's... Located directly across from The most theme park theme park The theme park, they created theme parks So they were like What if we, we use a high yeah. concept And do an anti-theme park yeah. Let's not do the hub and spoke Let's do like Weird back alleys And this kind of like It's almost like um, I don't even know how to describe it It's kind of like a figure eight But like, but like It's like the shape I of don't like even know how to It's the
0: it. shape of like Africa But the other way around
1: Kind of, Like it, yeah. hooks. Yeah, it hooks. That's kind of why it was designed the way it was designed. I don't remember... All I remember from marketing promotional materials when the park opened was their focus on Grizzly Peak. Grizzly... Grizzly Peak, which is the home of Grizzly River Rapids. The River Rapids ride for California Adventure.
0: Because it's like, California, Redwood. Right.
1: right. Redwoods. It's got a big bear coming out of the top yeah. of the mountain. It's very cool. You can see it from... Like the parking garage, which is cool. I think that was their main push for that park. Yeah. Was because also it is the most, like, California. Yeah.
0: And that was their goal. They were like, we want to celebrate California. Yeah. I immediately thought the fun wheel was the icon.
1: Right. So it used to not be Mickey's fun wheel. It just was, it was a sun, I believe. Because it's like
0: Paradise Pier. Yeah.
1: Like Venice Beach. Okay. Kinda. Yeah. So it celebrated that like boardwalky atmosphere, yeah. that combined with California screamin is like a very good image together because it gives you a very good definition of like what that park
0: is. Yeah, and I feel like is, in, in but really promotional... it really just gives you a good
1: idea of what that the back half of that park. In is. In
0: promotional <laughs> videos and and pictures, it's always like California screamin, pan into the fun wheel, or like the fun wheel in the back and then world of color shooting fans. Well, yeah,
1: now. Like with, especially are, with Unforgettable happiness. Like, those
0: are always the, like, the image that you
1: get. So they essentially, like, spent, like, $2 billion, like, re- not redoing the park, but, like, taking away the, like, anti-theme park theme and breathing that Disneyfication into it that people expect when they go to a Disney park. Um, I think other companies are able to get away with having um an anti-design but when you go to a Disney theme park you walk into it knowing like you just have this feeling like I know where everything is because they're all going to be designed in a similar fashion so that I am able to get around without feeling lost or confused so they ended up making it the Carthay Circle Theater when they redid the front of the park they redid it made it more of a main street feel it has like a it has a main thoroughfare now um and at the very end there's another. There's a new partner statue with young Walt and um, a young Mickey just arriving to Los Angeles, and we don't know what the icon of Walt Disney Studios Paris is. Yeah, I have no idea. So don't ask me. I couldn't figure it out.
0: Which one's your favorite?
1: Chateau de la Belle Bois Dormant. Nice tree of life. What's your least favorite icon?
0: I would say the hat, but we got we got, we got, got that them. taken care of.
1: We got rid of them. I don't
0: know. It's so hard to pick because they all serve such a great purpose. I mean.
1: Okay, how about this? What's your least favorite weenie? Okay. My least favorite weenie, although it does serve the purpose of, like, even the, especially motion, it gives you that motion thing. Mm -hmm. Test track.
0: I was thinking about that. It's so ugly. It's not ugly because it doesn't fit. Because it definitely fits.
1: It definitely fits. It just. But it's just, it's so, uh, I
0: don't know. I I think it's that, like,
1: dented, like, aluminum look. I would say. What's your least favorite weenie?
0: I mean, I, I would say the treehouse because I feel like it doesn't attract enough attention. I feel like that's probably why they built the carpet, the magic carpets of Aladdin. So it's like an actual moving thing. Or when you get closer to it, because that's when you see the like the pail moving up yeah, and the dropping water. Of water yeah. But from far away, you can't really get a sense of that until you actually like see it. In front of you.
1: That's the other thing that the Tree of Life does really well is that, A, the roots look different, but the leaves are also a different color, so you can kind of, you can see the Tree of Life from the parking lot. Like, Mm -hmm. especially the Robinson Treehouse is a very tall treehouse. It's a very tall tree. Fake tree. Yeah. So I should be able to see it.
0: But it get it it, just, it just blends in. It blends in with all the other trees. It just blends in with Adventureland. I wish there was something in imagination that made it move. Like, if you could see something whizzing inside the pyramids.
1: Or, like, lights. Or wish you could just even be under the pyramids.
0: I I look at the Imagination Pavilion and cry. Of what what could have been. What it it
1: can be. What it can be. want to talk about your D? Fine. It's time
0: for everyone's favorite... What's the D?
1: So, Disney.
0: Okay, my D is... Okay, so if you go to Disney Springs and you go to the co-op, you'll notice that the Hall of Champions has been magically transformed into 28 and in Main. Oh my god. Which is like, because of the store, there are going to be a lot more Disney fanboys that are just like, oh, finally, we, we're we getting the attention that we need. That we deserve. That we deserve, because
1: of all the money that we pour into the this- store goddamn company. Because there is a lot of girl stuff, and there's a lot of nice girl stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, original designs that look really cool, and you can kind of, like, wear whenever, and they yeah. don't... They're not, like... They're not, like,
0: this is I what I Mickey. wear in the park. Popping
1: out of the front of the shirt. Yeah. Like, it's it's... It's like, it's like taste- well done. Yeah. It's tasteful, yeah. It's Tasteful. There wasn't a lot of that for guys. There was like I'm your prince charming or uh grumpy. I'm grumpy. I'm grumpy. Yeah, or stuff like that. Yeah. They just nailed it. They
0: nailed it. All of the graphic tees are amazing.
1: And they're all like they're, they're all not ra- they're not overtly, overtly Disney. Disney. They do not say "Walt Disney World Established 1971. Hello." Yeah. Kiss castle.
0: Yep, visit Schweitzer Falls. Yeah. Home
1: of the they're Backside like... of
0: Water. Like they're all if you if you if you know it, you'll look at it and be like, Oh my god, that's so cool. If you don't know it, you can still look at it and appreciate, like, oh that's a cool shirt. It looks super vintagey in it. It looks super yeah. like cool.
1: Yeah. This specific line they created just for twenty eight in Maine, which is like the logo with a lion the reaching lion. for the stars, yeah. which is supposed to be like Walt reaching for the stars, yeah. blah blah blah. It's very well done.
0: That's my D. And the fact that I'm gonna just, like, perpetually lose more and more money.
1: Yep. What's your D, Adam? My D is a... I don't know why I'm holding this up. (laughs)
0: It's, like, show and tell. Um, This is my book. This is my book that I got. For book report.
1: um, It's called One Little Spark, Mickey's Ten Commandments and the Road to Imagineering. It's written by Marty Sklar. It's sold where books are sold in the parks. He is a Disney legend and an Imagineering ambassador. He, like, ran Imagineering for years. Like, he was... He's a god among men. It's all about what Imagineers do, how they do it. I don't have, like, a burning desire to become Imagineer or anything, but it's just, like, his love of the parks yeah. is so cool. Also, he's the only living person that has he's been at every single park opening that they've ever done, which is really cool. All 11 parks.
0: What about the book is worth people's time and money?
1: The Ten Commanders, I'll just read them to you. Know your audience, wear your guest's shoes, organize the flow of people and ideas, create a weenie, communicate with visual literacy, avoid overload, tell one story at a time, avoid contradictions, maintain identity, for every ounce of treatment, provide a ton of treat, and then keep it up. A lot of this is just, like obviously it's very Disney Park specific, but Sense of Scale, he's just talking about like how to do your best work and Mm -hmm. how to show your best talents mm-hmm. to the world, um, and how to make sure that working together, you can create that with other people, which is really cool. It's just a, it's a very well-written book. It's, uh, it's in, it's not dense at all. The font's pretty big. The font, <laughs> font is real big. I mean, he's... Old. What was
0: the one thing about it that, like, sur- surprised you? That
1: he does not hold back. Let <laughs> me... Okay, for every commandment, he gives an example of, like, the best use and the worst use. On the final commandment, which is keep it up, maintain it. In the best use, he talks about the American Adventure maintenance team at Epcot. Mm -hmm. Um, it's It's the most complex show of all of the shows. There's like 35 animatronics. They have to do like seven shows a day. They have to do it perfectly. It's a 45 minute show, blah, 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 blah. And so how that maintenance team does very well at making sure that since 1982. So who is the worst? The award goes to Lost Disney Maintenance of the early 2000s. A little more than 10 years ago, in the early part of this new century, these standards were not being met at Disneyland. Don't hold back, Marty. In my book, Dream It, Do It, I detailed the way the ma- I detailed, in my previous book, <laughs> the way the management of that time had allowed the park to deteriorate, with peeling paint, rotting wood, and, sad to say, even when it came to addressing several safety issues- all as the park's 50th anniversary approached in 2005. It was just very interesting that he was just like, do you remember when Disneyland was garbage? uh, Because I do, so.
0: All right, well, that's us here at the D-Pod. There are a couple ways where you can help us out because we need your help. Need your help. Okay, well, uh, we are on thedpod.com. That's our website. It's a Tumblr, so you can follow it. You can
1: like us on Facebook.
0: Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Pod. We are on Twitter, at the Podcast, and we, we like to Periscope sometimes, too, so that's fun. Our last Periscope was, ugh, our Alto of Liberty on her last day. Oh, my
1: gosh. Oh, it was great. Bless her. Yeah. Bless her little heart.
0: And then we also are on iTunes, so if you... If that's how you listen to your uh, podcasts, look up the Dysfunctional Podcast and you'll find
1: us. Yeah. And there you can leave a little five-star review. Mm-hmm. You can write some kind words. Those are the only kind of words you can write. Kind yeah. Kind ones. You kind can't ones, say like... Kind ones and five stars. That's it. That's it. I'm just kidding. We want you to be honest.
0: Honestly, tell us how great we are. Yeah.
1: Honestly, say five stars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here, we'll read a couple of reviews just to say thank you for doing them. And hopefully more people will help us out. Because this really will, this this is what helps out. A rollicking good time. If you enjoy a hearty chuckle and witty banter, this is the podcast for you. 10 out of 10 would recommend for any part of the population that isn't
1: dead or a stick in the mud. I'll do this one because I don't know who this is. A Disney podcast rarity. I listen to a lot of Disney and film podcasts. These guys have perspective and they're funny without spouting a bunch of ubiquitous phrases or predictable reactions. Guys, I'm going to be honest. I was Dunn surprised that I um, knew how to pronounce ubiquitous.
0: Yeah, no. Ubiquatois
1: yes. Mara. <laughs> That's my <laughs> drag name, Ubiquatois. <laughs> but it's
0: spelled exactly like yeah.
1: ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. This puts them way ahead of the pack. Thank you. They also aren't bought into the negativity means your intellectual thing. Sorry to be so neg about other stuff to praise this show, but it's just such a breath of fresh air for this subject. Which is truthful, Mama! We can't handle You can, you can get out out of the tea, tea. Get out of the kitchen, okay? You better drink some coffee. <laughs> Y'all, yes, Apple juice! Any other Hot breakfast? cocoa? <laughs> Any other Christmas?
0: Two percent, one percent skin! <laughs> hello, hello, ho! I feel like we're not negative in in order to just be negative and complain. If we do, it's usually for a bit because we're hilarious and we're comedians. The only first. thing I would
1: have complained about if it was like a year ago would have been the sorcerer's hat, but
0: but they got, it's gone. They so go, I, don't yeah, have to complain I really about don't it. have anything to complain about anymore. Yeah. Because I got rid of it. We really do try to be positive and be more lighthearted than any than the other Disney podcasts. So hopefully you do like that. We're not in competition. I know. That's what I'm saying.
1: I know, we're better than stop. them. Oh so we're not God. in competition. Oh my God. That's what I'm trying I to literally say. literally
0: can't. That we are the whole new love. doesn't mean Lou, <laughs> that you please. can't come on the podcast sorry, or that I
1: can't be on yours.
0: But yes, thank you everyone for the support. Alright, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Now, get out of here! Get out of my house!
1: See you real soon. Get out of my house. Can you press stop?
0: It's so far.